we um I mean we discussed this before and I know I was telling you um you know just some things that I that I thought about and I know like I said me and you we have a pretty good um conversations about it. and I think we might have touched talked about this um this topic like prior but you know we sometimes some some of our conversations sometimes be kind of like revisiting things but not necessarily mm-hmm. not necessarily um all the way like um relative but um it kind of made me think about something recently because um like I said you know we you know uh, like I was telling you about my situation about being ghosted Mm-hmm. And then we was talking about the, um, you know, man getting her husband thing. And then um, I was actually listening to the Brilliant Idiot podcast. And I guess they was talking about, like, Betty White and, like, how, you know, they mentioned how, you know, God, you know, like, we don't know what God did, like, how, like, what God said, you know, what God did. Like, God could have came to us in their dreams, could have came to you. Could have came to us in his and while we were sleeping, but like before we passed, and and you know we talk about that all the time as far as like, yeah. Sometimes people being saved, like some people get saved like right before they pass, so that was kind of like the salvation point. Mm. And you know, it was just something I just wanted to you know. I just wanted to get your like, get your thoughts on, um, these particular, um. Particular uh, instances as far as salvation, you know, contributions, um, more so like in relationships and also possession. Okay. You know, so, but um, like I said, hopefully, you know, you're not on, um, I ain't gonna say camera shot, but hopefully you're not up. <laughs> Not audio shot, like I said, it's just like... No, nah, I'm ready, friend, I'm ready. I'm just waiting for the question. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. Because, right. I mean, you know, it's, it's, a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of concepts, right? So you think about, like, you bring up the concept of, like, being ghosted, and we talked about that before, and we've also talked about a whole lot of different aspects of salvation, too, right? Saying, like, what does it mean? What's the timing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I didn't hear that podcast. I didn't hear that brilliant idiot podcast about... um about Betty White, but I'm curious as to what they were talking about. Well, there was... Mom's like, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious about what, I mean, what, what were your thoughts on it and what, you know, what kind of things did it, did it bring up for you? Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't, I like, I can't quote when but I know there was, like, when they was talking about Betty White, there was just, like, rest in peace of Betty White, because, you know, she died at 99. And, know, you know, and, and, you know, Charlamagne was talking about how, like, you know, he, you know, you know, Man, you know, she led a good life and how, um, how there's a lot of, like, you know, there's a few people who pass, you know, the past and all that, like, at other age, I think he talked about his, um, idols and, you know, Charlemagne's idols and, um, I don't know what made, I don't think the, the whole concept of me saying, uh, God coming, like, you know, God, you know, could have came to us while we was, like, right before, um, I don't know if that was, um, correlating with Betty White, but it was just the fact of, like, you know, like man, you know, you lived um a long life and it's almost like that's that's like grace. It's like, you know, what what are like kinda like the benefits of, you know, living that long or like how do like how do one live that long? Is it really something that is based on how we live our life or is it more so being healthy? Like what like like what is that? And this it just kinda like made me think about how we all 
how we all kind of like we witness, you know, a lot of a lot of young folks, um, not just black, but you know, a lot of um, how they say the good die young, and then it's like there's people that's, you know, you know that gets murdered at a young age. Some people that kind of just like they can like 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 myself, you know, people in my age bracket, my generations, you know, we're dying from, you know, whether like medical conditions and everything. So it was just kind of like, man, you know, salvation is salvation. Like, so salvation just solely a matter of, you know, being, you know, protected, have, like being saved, being kind of like reserved. So. Yeah, it, I think that's interesting because I, it makes me wonder about, you know, as you're saying, it makes me wonder about what salvation means to different people. Mm hmm. And I think, you know, a lot of our belief system can come from a lot of different places. So, you know, you can believe something because it's how you were raised as a child, or you can believe something because of, you know, your earthly encounters. And you would imagine if we still go back to the bed and white example, like somebody who's been on the earth for 99 years, I'm sure it has multiple different exposures to different things, different life paths, different, you know, experiences, different types of things. And so... Um, I don't know. I mean, if I think about if I think about like what salvation is, I have to go back to like what the person's belief system is and what they will believe they will be being saved from or saved for, right? Mm. And it also raises the question as to like, okay, so if you if you become saved, we haven't defined that yet. If we think about what that means, if you become saved, um, is it better to have lived your whole life that way? Or is it okay to get all the way to the end of your life and receive an invitation to whatever formal salvation we're talking about? I think, you know, we're talking about in the Christian aspect, you know, God saying, okay, you know, save you um, from, you know, a fiery, a fiery spiritual death. Um, but, but I don't know. It's, it's such a big, it's such a big concept. Um, I think my understanding, though, when you all think about salvation, I mean, it's, it's free, right? Like, you just, it's an invitation. Hey, you know. You can be saved from X, Y, and Z, but I think your life is predicated on what you're being saved from. Like in this life, do you have a refuge? Do you have spiritual peace? Do you have, you know, uh, a certain level of peace and believing that there's a different level, right? Is that your salvation? Or mm. can you live your life as how you choose, however you want? You know, you live a long life, you sit out here chilling, do what you want to do, believe what you want to believe or not believing anything, like our agnostic friend, right? Mm. And then at the end of the day, you get an invitation from from God to salvation. And you're like, well, what is this? What, what is this value? Right? Because if you don't believe in it, if you don't have the same beliefs or concepts about salvation, then an offer is not going to mean a whole lot to you. Yeah, I, I get, I understand, uh, um, and that was the thing, like, because even with that, you know, I think we even had a recent conversation as far as like certain things meaning different to other people. So it's like, at what point is it is certain words and certain you know blessings or benefits? Universal, like salvation, you know, by dictionary, it just means, you know, preserved and deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. And then you have the theology version, which talks about, you know, deliverance from sin and its consequences. And, you know, not to, you know, knock anybody else's faith base, but again, you know, that's, 
you know, that could be like Christian, you know, Christian aspect, like you mentioned, like, you know, um, but we, you know, for me, I only learned about salvation through, you know, you know, my upbringing as far as like being Christian and, you know, the Bible. So it's, it's salvation. Like if you're like, if you're not claiming that faith or believing that type of faith, uh, that faith of Christianity, what is salvation? Is it is it salvation if it's not, if it doesn't correlate with Christianity or because, you know, like I said, what is what is what is, what is the like you said, what is what are we being saved from? And yeah, like what's your what's your belief system, right? Because it makes me even as you're talking about it now, it makes me think about if you are a person who is say, say for instance, we're talking about if we, if we take a Christian lean, right? And you're talking about the end of your life, and you just lived your life and maybe never heard of God or never had any, any Christian-based belief system, or you chose a different route, whatever. If you're offered, uh, like, a salvation, you know, is it of any value to you? And if you do accept it, or even if you believe there's a potential for you to be offered salvation, or if you believe you're living your life in a way that's opposite of what a Christian God would believe in... Doesn't that, in and of itself, indicate a baseline Christian belief system, like a baseline belief in creationism and who we are, and the fact that there's even an opportunity to be saved from something leads you down a whole nother road of where you have to believe in a God, then you have to believe in creationism, then, right? Sure, sure. Um, and <laughs> and I um and 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 being that you know was even when you, even with that point it was just something that I remember you actually said to me recently and of course you know we're, we're we are recording and it's no secret that's I mean sometimes maybe I have this ideal of being good for people you know being a good friend being a good family member being a good lover and all this stuff and I remember you mentioned something to me just maybe like our last conversation um this savior complex right mm-hmm. and I had to think and I was like maybe I do have that because I feel like and again it goes back again to my whole when you was when you when you when we was uh having this conversation about how like how like the the um the roles people play as far like a lot of the the looks of how people play th- um how how people's looks can you know help give oh, them yeah. a role mm-hmm. so you know and I told you about like how um like I have just this I have a soft spot for women uh, yeah. and <laughs> and it's a very and 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 especially women that I know is like hey I, it's not necessarily me wanting to be like hey everybody's hero but it's like you know, hey, um, like, it's like, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm someone who's having that, that's not really like in relationship or like in a relationship that I want to be in, in one, but then I have, you know, some friends who might, who might be in relationship, who might have relationship issues. It's like, it's like, I always feel like I'm protecting them because it's like okay if if you're with me or if you if you're if you're my friend and stuff it's like I like I'm here like I'm here for you because like you don't have to put up with that and it's like and I always felt like sometimes like 
and I think I told you this before, like anybody I'm in a relationship with, I feel like, hey, it can't get no better than me because look, I'm I'm a man and I know men can men can be dogs and it's like I'm not gonna say I'm the only good man out here, but it's almost like I'm an exception to like what everyone else what every other woman is used to because maybe their choice of men are wrong and it's like okay, they'll like me being you know, the friend zone uh, type of guy. What, okay, um, but hold on. So, a couple different things there, right? So, thinking about women's choice of men, right? So, you said you said, uh, you said a few things there that I want to address. Women's choice of men, and maybe they picked the wrong person before. I mean, but <laughs> them picking you could be inclusive of them picking the wrong person. And that has nothing to do with you. It could just be whatever criteria that they're using to choose could be off. And then to go back a little bit further into what you said, um, you know, how, you know, we talked about the savior complex and how, and what you said is, or what I think I heard you say was you use it as a way to kind of express care and concern, but it's like, where are the edges of that? Right. And I have to think about that for myself and I'm glad you brought that up because I've actually been, you know, doing a lot of, doing a lot of soul work, doing a lot of shadow work, doing a lot of things to, you know, just kind of turn over the soil in my own life. And I think that um, we have to be aware of personal boundaries, right? Like, even if the other people that we're dealing with don't set a boundary, where are the edges of our own behavior? Where does it, where does it cross over from being a level of care and being appropriate into doing too much, right? So one right. example that I, that I heard about recently was um, I've actually been, uh, <laughs> I've actually been uh, looking at some tarot readers on, on YouTube. And I, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's a way of accessing a divine knowledge. I still don't know how I feel about it spiritually, but you I'm just using it as an example. Oh, I'm sorry, you said pro-readers? Mm-hmm. Tarot, some people call it tarot, some people call it tarot. Tarot, right? so oh, card, tarot so readers. readers right? Oh, tarot, yeah, yeah, okay. People who feel that they can use a deck of cards to assess the energies around a person, a situation, what have you, based on alignment of the sun, stars, moon, etc. Um, okay. For those who don't know, okay, so uh, you know, one the reason I bring that up is because one of the reasons that I heard about recently was in regards to me and another person, or maybe another hypothetical person, because you know it's just a reading. Um, and the the advice was, you know, maybe you're trying to be in a caregiver role for this person, and that's not what's needed for this relationship. So what I bring back to you is I think it's important for myself and for you and, and whoever else finds himself doing this to like find you know, find the boundaries, find the edges of what you're doing because everybody doesn't everybody's not ready for your advice. <laughs> everybody's mm. not ready for, you know, you to speak on your opinion about their life. And everybody won't hear what you have to say for a multitude of reasons. So it's almost like touching the stove and finding out it's hot, right? It's like how many times do you have to get burned by oversharing or overstepping before you say, Where's my boundary? Yeah, and you're right, and that's even the thing that a hard pill for me to swallow because, again, what type of friend would I be if I just? I mean, like I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna say this. I'm a complete dickhead or asshole. Where excuse my language, people, but um, uh, it's like, I mean, like so I have the ten. I have been in relationships where so I've been called like you know, man, you know, I'm. I'm a little 
I'm can you know I can be controlling, possessive, which we will get into in a second. But also like you know even even without being a relationship, it's kind of like nothing's like I don't want to be in everybody's business, but it's kind of like you know. To me, I feel like everything matters. Like everything's a factor. Like how people make decisions sometimes can affect somebody else, especially someone who you're close to or friends with. Because it's like sometimes when it's like you don't have to talk to your friends every day, but it's almost like your friends, ne- like your friends, never fail to you know reach out to you when they need you or vice versa. And it's like, yeah, that's great be there when it matters but it's also like man you know is that going to be the only time when we communicate is when you know you're needed mm, yeah that depends on your criteria for friendship right because I've had to have that conversation I've ended friendships over just that I'm like you know at first I thought I maybe needed too much or thought too much but if there were people who um the only reason they came in my in my cipher was to need something or ask for something or want something. I had to really step back and say, "Am I getting my needs served from this relationship? Am I satisfied? Am I happy with what with what's going on?" And there've been a couple of times where I had to say no, and I had to end those relationships. And you know, sometimes depending on what you need friendship for, that can be very unfortunate. Some people just need somebody to go grab a drink with. Some people just need somebody to get a ride to the airport. That's not the kind of friendship that I want. And I'm like, well, you know, if it's too demanding for some people for us to actually have a, a bond or an emotional connection or, hey, I know who I can call if I, if I need something or if they need something and it's reciprocal, you know, you, you, I think we have to evaluate that. That's another boundaries issue too, right? You're like, hey, you know, you like overstepping. Yeah, and, 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 and that goes back again to another point of what's again um, – for those of you who don't know, listeners, thank you again. Um, you know, this is a this is a real good friend of mine, and case in point, what you were saying before. Um, what defines you? Like, just like how you said, we have to we have to figure out, you know, what what friendship means to us. So it's like, okay, at some point. You who you who you say you are can can be true, but then there's also like okay, you might have other people who's out like in your circle or outside your circle who sees you like again like yeah, somebody somebody might say like I I always say you know hey I'm Blair the Cancer Care Bear, but I'm also the mm-hmm. best friend you'll ever have because it's like I'm one of the, it's not because of me b- making myself available or being there, but also being but uh, but more so of. I can empathize and understand anything to where I, I do feel like, hey, it might be hurtful to me at the time, but I'm forgiving. So it's like you, like we all, we all want a friend who will, or someone in our life who will, kind of show us that unconditional type of love, at no means. At, do we though? Um. Well, I would. Is that, is I would, that what I everybody's t- motivated by? Well, like, I would like to believe. Up with a question, right? Like some people don't. Maybe I would like to believe so. Um, but. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I could, like I could be wrong, but I would like to think that, you know, hey, like I said, not everybody is Christian or whatnot, and, but, you know, and, and Jesus isn't really necessarily synonymous with Christianity, even though some people might believe it, but I'm like, okay, say if Jesus isn't real, but why wouldn't you want to be like that? Why wouldn't you want to be, you know, set, be in that example? Why wouldn't you, like, not be perfect, but why wouldn't you want to be someone who was 
you know, honored and praised like that, even though we're human beings. Jesus was a human as well. He was just a vessel. But why wouldn't you want to be viewed or looked at as a good person and a person with, you know, with such high prestige or like honored, even though they, even though his own people crucified him, but he was still loved. Because, like, right, but it would depend on your value system, right? Like, it would depend on what you value. Right, like, if you were to say, like, like if we go back to your example, and you say, well, why wasn't somebody, I could be the best friend you could ever have, and while I feel like you're a great friend to me, that's because we have similar values, right? Yeah. So if you meet a person, and the person's like, well, you know, I value, you know, W-Y-Z, and you say, well, I value, you know, D-C-A, your, the relationship's not going to match up. And what you offer them, they may not consider valuable. And I think that's why we have to, the, the whole purpose of our of our journey is to figure out who we are, what our own boundaries are. Because, I mean, we, we can be aware of how other people see us. We might definitely be in contact with how we see ourselves, but the most important view is how we see ourselves, right? And how, how that leads us to conduct ourselves. Because that, you, we can't measure everybody's value. And we're not going to be able to match everybody's values. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that's what makes the world go round, right? So that's why I can't ever say, well, let me back up. That's, I don't really believe in um, <laughs> the confidence argument, right? Some people are saying, oh, well, if you don't think that this person or that person likes you or this person or that person thinks you're confident, then you're not confident. It's like, no, you can have self-confidence, but you don't know what that person sees as valuable. You don't know what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if what you're bringing to the table is something that they're going to be receptive of. Which is why I don't think it's a good move to say, well, I know what I can offer you. You don't know what their life journey has been. And you don't know what they think is important. Yeah, that that kind of man, that kind of reminded me of this clip. I don't know exactly the whole conversation. I didn't see the episode, but I know you know who Mike Tyson is. But, um, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know you know who he is, but I'm not sure if you're familiar with T.K. Kirkland. Um, yeah, I do. Okay, so he he was he was uh, he had mentioned he was there was a clip of him talking having an interview with Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson was telling him something to where he I think he was like something to agree where he said man he you know he hated himself he wanted to like kill himself or wanted to die or something and then T K Kirkland was like oh no you didn't you didn't you don't you don't you don't you don't, you don't no you don't no you don't and then he said and then he kind of like snapped on said hey man who you tell me like how I feel man you know like you and it was just I was like wow that's kind of it's kind of like, you know, you want to be positive sometime and encouraging and tell people, no, you don't want to die. But some people might feel a way about themselves at a time and where they 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 feel like, they hey, I don't want to be here. And it's like sometimes we have, that goes back again to overstepping of, you know, because, again, you know, we all look at death at a negative thing. And we definitely look at suicide and, you know, doing self-harm as a negative thing. However, it's part of life where some people feel like they need to be punished or they need to, you know, they need to pay for maybe the sin that they did. But, but, yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's just one of those things that it's like I'll be looking at paying attention to because it's like, it's almost like when, like, the older I get, the more I realize, the more grateful that I realize I'm like certain things I don't care much about as I did. But it's also like, man, you know, it's a, it's also a blessing where it's like because I didn't have the worst life, I didn't have the best life, but I'm but it, it's like it's but it, I can't even really say that neither because 
I have my own, I have my own life. Like if I'm looking yeah. out, if I'm outside looking in at somebody else's life, I'm like, okay, well, I see these glamorous lifestyles of people and I'm like, oh, I want, that's what I inspired to have. So they probably had a better life. But then I see some people who might be going through more, more or less, more trauma than me. And I'm like, they have less, but I have my, I have my, uh, measuring stick too. Like it would say, you know, we, mm-hmm. how we even going to match or measure but at the same time, we we gonna have to we have to attain to our own, our own space, our, ourselves. Take a look in the mirror at ourselves. So exactly, we can't measure what's in somebody else's cup like at all. That's why I think relationships are so interesting with friendships, romantic and otherwise, because it's so much that we think we know, but we can forget how limited our view is just of people and sometimes of ourselves. Right? There's sometimes things within ourselves that make us who we are that we don't even know about yet. Right. Wherever it came from, whatever the defining feature is, which is why I think, you know, going back to what you said before, I wanted to revisit when you had mentioned, because um, this has always been, it always comes up when we talk, right? It's always the crux for me, and it's so, it's so fascinating to me when you say this, but like you say, you know, things that you, like when you give advice and things that you want to share with people because you want the best for them and you want to add value to their lives. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what I right, right, say that. Right, right, you right. And I'm, and I'm curious about, you know, what, the, what, what, let me, let me put this theory out there first. What I believe is if we continue to do something, the reason we continue to do it is because we're getting some sort of payoff from it, right? There's something that you're getting from whatever activity you continue to engage in. So I'm, I guess I'm curious about, you know, playing the odds, right? Like, has it been more favorable for you to say say things like this that come off, you know, maybe bossy or, you know, maybe controlling, as the word you used earlier? Has there been a benefit, more benefit than less, to you saying that to somebody, right? Like, if you give this advice <laughs> and you give this information, have you thought about it in the past and be like, well, this many times, I've been like three for like oh for three <laughs> you know what I mean in terms of how this benefited me because I'm curious as to how that keeps working because honestly I feel like most people are not interested in certain types of advice if that's unsolicited you, you, you know it's funny you said I haven't really thought about it but I don't I don't need much thing about because as you asked me that I'm thinking I'm like I don't know if it has made me if it did benefit because like I told you again like Uh-oh. people don't really <laughs> Like, cause it it only happens mainly like in like relationships or uh-huh. kind of where it's it's more like an exchange. But it's like it it the reason why I do it is because like I still have to I still have to do that. Like I'm a very encouraging person, and I and like I said, I see the best in people. Even though I know that sometimes, like I said, some people change, some people don't. Some people going one, some people are not. But that would be pessimistic. But at the same time, I do feel like hey. If I'm giving you advice, I'm not just giving you advice. It's not always the advice that I that I um that I know for sure. But like I always say, you know, you gotta pray, gotta keep your head up because that's what I look at. I look at if you continue to, you know, move in a certain. If you continue to stay positive, even when you might be down, you're gonna win because like at the same time, worrying doesn't help. So, like, there was this one saying I used to have told you about this time when I was a kid. I used to have, like, there was these these papers that we had. Like, I don't know where they came from, but it was just had, like, different quotes. Like, remember, I think there was one quote said, if you can't help but worry, remember, worry can't help you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, yeah. you know, and it's like, man, you know, it was kind of good. And it's like, yeah, you know, my memory isn't as good as it used to be. I mean, I still remember certain things, but I know that I think that I'm a pretty positive person. Like, but again, it goes back again to like, well, compared to who or to, because I'll tell you people, like if we're talking about relationships, romantic relationships, I can I can really be a, like yeah I can, I can be selfish but it's like it's not because okay glad you know I don't I don't it's not because I don't like don't care it's just because okay. it's like you know I'm you know I like things done a certain way and because to me it's like just like I said before I like to initiate certain things because then it feels like if if I don't initiate something and I don't want to do it I'm gonna feel out it's it's, it's kind of wrong. To kind of like when somebody's trying to do something for you and you don't initiate it, you just like, oh, I don't want to do it right now because it go because it's gonna. Yeah, I like my space. Like even being in a relationship, it's like I want I want my quiet time sometimes. Sometimes I want my time to look at TV. Sometimes I want my time to you know be on the phone. Sometimes I want my time to be physical. Sometimes I want my time to you know you know do whatever. But it's like. I'm just kind of like that. I don't know why I can't explain it, but it's... I mean, I, I think that's fair, but I think it's worth considering, right? Because I hear you say, I heard the word selfish, but I wonder if it's just being more self-centered, right? Even the advice giving. Is advice is unsolicited sharing of advice more self-centered than anything? And if mm. so, you know, I guess my follow-up question would be like, well, gosh, like, how, what degree of self-centeredness can you have and still be in a successful relationship? For example, you know, I've been in situations where, you know, and, you know, obviously I take into account whatever personal work I still needed to do at this time. But, you know, if my radar was off for picking the wrong person, but like I have, I have dealt with, with individuals who uh, needed something different than what I needed. <laughs> and it showed up to me as self-centeredness, for example, you know, like lack of contact when I felt like I needed it. Now, of course, we have to be careful in terms of, okay, are you are you being needy or is this a really healthy relationship need? But the actual question here is, like, can you, like, what to what degree can you be self-centered, which we all are, and have a successful relationship? And, I, you know, again, it's going to, <laughs> circling, back to your, circling back to your advice question, it's like, okay, well, save your complex, giving advice that's unsolicited. I mean, that's a little bit of self-centeredness, right? It's like nobody asked us. Nobody asked, nobody asked, right? And I understand wanting to make contributions, but I've been in that situation before, you know, with family. You know, I've told you about family situations and things like that. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I've gotten burned, but I'm like, I'm the one to put my hand on the stove. Nobody asked me to do X, Y, and Z. And nobody yeah. asked you to say X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So like, how, how much of what we do is to satisfy, oh, this makes me feel good. I feel like I'm making a contribution as opposed to, let me figure out how I can best serve this other person and what their needs and fit the pieces are, what their needs are. I don't think we do that often enough. You know, you know, we don't. And and I'm thinking, and I'm like, man, I, I realize I said, shoot, maybe maybe I am. I mean, I'm still a great person, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not as maybe I over. I'm not gonna say I overestimated myself, but it's like there's been times where one of my one of my um. One of a, a, a relationship I was in, you know, before or there was a relationship I had before, and I think their mom pointed it out to me as far as like, you know, hey, I guess my sometimes my like some stuff that I say, I kind of like I care about, you know, like what, 
you know, maybe like celebrities do. Like, I believe, like, you know, okay, if celebrities do this, then that's what I believe. But I'm like, nah, I don't want what celebrities want. I want, you know, I'm, I'm more like, a, uh, I like, I want my credit. Like, I feel like, I guess, because maybe this has a lot to do with me being the baby. You know, I'm, you know, me and my brother, we're close in age. And, you know, it's, and, I, and I'll say this live here on the podcast. I don't think I ever expressed this before. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's, this actually feels like therapy. But, um. Yeah, right? But, That's um, what I'm telling you. We're words of affirmation people got talking out. But, um, I think I might name the, the episode, this episode that. But, uh, but, um, but it, it's like, Talk you know, therapy. my, my, you said what? Talk therapy. <laughs> my, um, my brother, you know, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, like me and him were both quiet, but, you know, sometimes it's kind of like, you know, he was kind of, he was kind of like more popular than me, but, you know, he was, he was kind of like the one who probably get, uh, who probably get more, he's, I guess like I said, he was more athletic. Um, he, he's, I ain't gonna say he's more attractive, but, uh, maybe, maybe it was more so because of, hey, some of the girls that I might've been interested in. They was in. A, they they was probably more interested in him because you know they he was yeah, older. Baby. You know he was older, and it's like you know sometimes it's kind of like a, you know my advice has a lot to do with you know being being first sometimes. Like I don't you know you can't really tell me anything. Like I I mean I take advice, but it's almost like you know I don't like when people tell me stuff that I already know, even though they even they even though they don't know it. But it's like I'm help, I'm not just talking out my butt. Uh, when when I when I say something, when I express myself, when I give advice, it's like you know, hey, I'm gonna tell you this before you tell me, or to a sense of the need of okay, look, because it's like I don't want I don't want people getting getting recognized for something that I that I that I do. Like if somebody say like somebody some, somebody can say something real deep like. Say it, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's like somebody personal, but it's like, look, well, I told this person that it's like again. I tell you about this, like again, we're on social media. Um, I'm very active on social media. It's not like the end all be all, but it's like okay, I can post something. I'm posting it, but I do want some interaction. I don't really care if anyone, you know, agrees or disagrees, but I do want some interaction. That's why I put it up there. If I wanted to keep it to myself, I would just write it in my diary, right? So okay. if if I say that, but I get no type of response, and then somebody else that might have a little bit more friends or somebody who might be a little bit more popular get like say the same thing, and they're getting like all this type of, uh, you know, compliments and like so. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh man, I'm like that's that's why I ain't get no type of love with that because again, it's like the need. Like we all have. Well, I ain't gonna say we all. Let me re. Revert like reword and redirect myself with saying everybody, but um, I have a need to feel appreciated, a need to feel loved, and I got a lot of love growing up. But I think it was just because, again, like I'm quiet, I'm low key, but sometimes just like I'm not trying to be living in nobody else's shadow, and sometimes like the lack of attention almost feels that way because I still see I see everything and I notice yeah. everything so it's like uh, maybe that's probably maybe that has a lot to do with it 
I, I, but I, I don't mean, know. It could, be, it, could be so, it could be so many different things, right, Brenda? It's, it's wild because there's so much there, right? Like, the first thing I think of is I think that many of us, oh, I just speak myself, you know, two people. Many of us would like love, appreciation, and all those things. But I think the problem comes in with the second part of what you said, and I think we compare it to how much somebody else gets in comparison to how much we get, then that's when it turns into an issue. Because it makes me think about how all attention is not good attention, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, we talk about the nature of people in general, right? Like, a lot of a lot of times people are just shallow. They like things for what they like for. And I'm not trying to be judgmental or critical. I just think that we as people in general, we pick and choose what we want. And that's just the nature of life. I listened to this sermon one time so many years ago, but it stuck with me. Um... Um, it was it was Darius Daniel, Sean's past Daniel. Oh yeah, I know. And he was talking about I don't know if I shared it with you or not, but he was talking about like I think five reasons why people won't won't take advice from you. Mm. <laughs> and it was a very practical sermon, right? And I and I don't remember all the five points when I find it I'll pull it up, I'll share it with you. But essentially what he was saying was like they're not ready to hear it. They're not at a place in their life where they're ready to hear it. Okay. Um, they're not ready to hear it from you. Right. <laughs> It's not for them. That sounds you know, familiar. Two other major points, right? And those two other major points, and I was like, that you know, that hit so much because going back again, I share that characteristic, wanting to share information with people and being bothered. Like, wait a minute, I said this to you two years ago. Why wasn't it relevant then? And I had to look inside myself and be like, hold on, like, what kind of problem do I have for this to be an issue for me? Mm. And I think I had to, I had to work on separating my ego from delivery of information and we have to be careful about the intentions behind what we're doing right and so for you to say i post this and expect interaction it's so so proximal to saying you know wanting love and feedback and all that stuff it's like okay there's so much there right like we maybe you won't get it from a large population like facebook maybe it's it's in a smaller circle it's like nowhere you celebrate it not tolerate it right yeah yeah, yeah. so so many things to so many things to look into but most of it is just like checking ourselves and seeing what our motivations are for you know what we need absolutely and i'm glad you said that go with your pressure and not tolerate because that was that's actually the the um that's actually the tagline that i want to live by nowadays i think um i first heard Charlemagne say it somewhat but then it goes back again like facebook being an example because that's kind of like the the main place that i met as far as like outside you know those who know me knows that like hey i'm i'm well reserved you know i'm i mean i can be talkative like i don't really like talking surprisingly surprisingly (laughs) but i do like expressing myself i like being open i like being transparent i like being available um it's just because like i said i think that's that that's we have this god complex like when you mentioned you know darius daniels i I do remember um something similar to i don't know if you sent it to me i don't know if i watched it on my own because he he's a he's someone who i um like i would i know you send me videos i know i'm subscribed i know i've seen videos of him on facebook i haven't really seen anything from him lately maybe i need to go on youtube and actually look because i am subscribed to i am that's a really old I am subscribed to him, but, um, you know, and, you know, the, the, the point about, you know, Hey, when you said, Hey, who do I think I am? You know, it's like, I told you this two years ago and it's like, we, we have this God complex. Cause again, it's like, Hey, look, we all want, like, we all want to, I, let me stop. I ain't going to say we all want to, but it's like, sometimes it's almost like, Hey, 
like we like I said, I don't know. For me, it's like we want to feel, or like I said, I want to feel like you know. Okay, look, I did something. Like going get, get, shifting gears into um, contributions. You know, you know, you want to be, you know, you want some type of credit or acknowledgement for for like not even necessarily like being there because a lot of times you can you might have heard the saying of saying, "Hey, who cares." Who cares who sent the message? Did you get the message? And sometimes it's like you know, well, I don't want sit, I don't want people sitting here, you know, giving all this high praise to somebody who didn't eat. Like if I like I was like I I know that I said this before, but again, maybe people don't want to hear from you because it's like maybe you're not on a certain status, maybe you're not on a certain level, maybe it's like it's yeah. because because whatever I, their values are, right? Like whatever they believe in. Yeah, and right? I have. Is the need to is the need to be recognized for contribution something that salvation can help us with? Is that something that we that we can be saved from? Yeah, and I have, and I do have um people I know personally who have said expressed this. It's like you know, hey, nobody's gonna listen to somebody who like you know people like to see results. Like people, you can be right, but they don't like if like me. I'm 34. Like I'm talking about all this, all this success and what I'm going to have, what I'm going to have. And it's like, oh, I haven't got it yet. But it's like, well, it's just, it might take me a little longer. But, you know, it's part of manifestation sometimes. But it's still like people rather believe the person who, like, people like to, li- like, you, you're you going to listen to someone who who's making things happen than someone who didn't make it happen. Like, there's a lot of people who kind of really disregards the homeless man or the, the um, janitor because... Their janitor, and they're gonna listen to someone who's, you know, a CEO, because it's yeah, like. Yeah, and it, I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you said that because my friends have the same thing. I've had this issue come up before, right? And I've had like, I, you know, I, until I feel like until I reached a certain level of in my life where other people would consider my consider me successful, some people didn't even regard what I was saying. Like I had some friends who I felt were, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, were the same. But then when I, when I reach a certain level of success to other people, they're like, oh, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? I'm like, I'm, I'm still the same person, right? And, and the other piece of what you were saying that I wanted to acknowledge is that's one thing I appreciate about the Christian faith because it says that uh, Jesus was not a, was, or God is not a respecter of persons. Yeah. And so it's like just because we can't judge somebody about their station in life today, right? Like you're a CEO, but you could be a, a terrible person. Right. Like you're a janitor, but you could have been, you know, whoever else in stature to the world. And that's, that's what I don't understand about the world, but I think that's why we have to check ourselves and be like, people judge. Yeah. They just do. And and, it, and it's interesting you said it because I know you mentioned because here's something else that you mentioned. This is this is just drop. This is just dropping just dropping a lot of jewels that you point out, right? Because this is the moment. You know, we got you here <laughs> on the podcast, the right? So you would mention this all the time. Like I used to tell you, like, hey, you know, I mean, you seen my posts on um, mean people. I'm the I'm the positive one. I'm the deep dude, and it's like, well, what does deep get you? You know what, like mm-hmm. you, you say it all the time, but it's like sometimes, ha- you know, like some people can be deep, but usually it's like the people who are looked at as deep and kind of like have some type of in depth, like you mentioned, like being shallow and stuff. Um, as far as like shallow people, it's like you know, shallow people, you know, yeah, they, you know, they could probably be, you know, guarded, but I think 
the benefit of having some type of thought provoking a thought provoking personality West all it's like you kind of consider other things like but again not everybody's not not everybody cares what you got going they on because that. because you have you got your own stuff going on I have family right. members like that I have friends like that you know they you know they can you know they don't probably they probably mean well but it's like they're they're doing what they're doing like they can they they gotta do what they gotta do and I'm like okay that's fine but me like so I'm not a big people person but I care about people I believe in people maybe more than I should but it's like is that my gift or is that my curse because like I said again at the end of the day we all gonna die but it's like if I don't have if I if I don't want to sit here and leave this earth rem- being remembered in a negative way. Yeah, and it's so interesting that this came under the topic of contribution, right? Because what it makes me think about is preserving your energy. Mm-hmm. Because I've been back and forth, right? Giving too much, giving too little, giving too much, giving too little, and you know, out of resentment, being like, "Well, I'm going to pull back." And then I realized that if I'm not sharing what I consider to be my gift and what I know to be spiritual gifts, like, I suffer, right? And Mm -hmm. so what I think is is prudent as a person who has these things to share that you believe are valuable to uh, to use a critical eye to assess where they need to go. When do I need to turn this on? Do I need to have, do I need to give this to everybody I meet? Mm. even, Even my personal circle, do I need to give it to them all the time? Because I used to be a person who would believe, like, well, if it's your family or if it's your loved one or whatever, then they should be able to, you know, tolerate me at full stream. Mm. And it's not true, right? I felt like love was love would bear all things. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true when it comes to <laughs> human variety of love, okay? Like, it's not. And so I said, well, I guess I have to, like, temper my expectations of people, number one, because like you said, some people just not here for depth and complexity and they might be like, you sound crazy. Like, you might sound like a heretic. You might sound like the man on the corner with the Bible to them. You think you mm. deep and they be like, I ain't trying to hear all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it depends on what their values are, which we can assess. We don't know and they can change from day to day. So that's why I feel like we have to, contribution, right? What is our contribution? Know what your gifts are but still be able to protect your energy and be like, what instance can I use this in, right? Like, I don't think Jesus was trying to water into wine at every party. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to do this here, right? This is necessary here right now. Yeah, and, and, and once again, it goes back again to, you know, it's it's like nobody likes being checked, nobody likes being corrected. You know, this is a good example. Jehovah's Witness once said when I talked, when I asked them, I always... Um, mention this in some in certain conversations and it's like I was like okay it, when you talk about scriptures and the Bible and what God wanted and, you know Proverbs and Ecclesiastes it talks about you know hey do not associate with wrongdoers and do not fought, like do not do witchcraft and all that stuff like you mentioned tarot reading right so mm-hmm. that that that's not saying that it is non-existent because again it's like it's, it never said it, it never the bible never talks about it being non-existent it didn't like, even I, I just it, don't know and it it's says a, it's, a spiritual question. it's a gift like you know Sarah it could be a gift and but you know when I just stay on point as far as like people being corrected and checked it's okay. like we can appreciate the lessons after like because again it's like okay if i'm out here drinking and smoking you know i'm having a good time nobody wants a potty poop or no like i used to be on the strip when I was in my twenties, you know, I, I think uh, 
There's been times where I used to talk to talk, talk to you about that. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, I was on, like, on the weekends. Like, we didn't talk as much then. But um, I remember, like, we used to talk, like, we, um, me and my brothers and boys and stuff, we used to go on the strip, like, every weekend, go to the strip, aha, all this stuff. There used to be a guy on the strip. I think it might have been, I don't want to say every weekend, but it, you, it, there was a guy, he was he was on the strip. He was standing in one of those, on one of those little stools, talking about, you know, the, like, with his little Bible, had his Bible yelling and stuff, and... And I think my brother, <laughs> my brother was like, if uh, looking at what they say, he said something about if uh, if look if love and booty is wrong, I don't want to be here. Something that it's like it was just it was because it, it was he was just something because like you know you out on the strip, you've been out Virginia Beach strip before, I'm sure. Oh yeah, definitely. and you know they got a lot, like yeah, and it used to like have bars, clubs, spots like just people just out here just having a good time. Nobody wants to be. Being being like chastised and um, cru- crucified for like you know going out here you know getting that thing. Now when you mentioned the water and the wine thing, a lot of people use that as an example. People talk about how you know God was hanging with the prost- well Jesus was hanging out with prostitutes and he turned water into wine. That that was kind of like their way of kind of justifying it, like saying it's okay if Jesus did it, but it's like well. Jesus did it because you know he you know he's a vessel and it was like there's like everybody has a job everybody has a position like you said preserving your energy some people can't deal with liquor some people can't deal with you know heavy crowds like some people just like the man on the stool some people can't deal with that some people might you know some people might feel offended some people might feel attacked um so it's like but I think experiencing it and knowing is okay like you have to you do have to explore to figure out what your likes and dislikes are because like we all grow some people like I said some people change some people don't I'm 34 there's still some things that I miss some things that I still wish that I could do when I was in my 20s but it's like what's worth it what's worth more is it my well-being my inner energy is it worth is it, it's worth more than you know just going out here having a good time and just out here, get get going on a freak nick, just trying to get a quick little uh, little little squirrel, trying to get a nut. You know what I mean? So it's like not going on yeah. a freak nick. <laughs> but uh, did you ever go to freak nick? No, that's before freak my time. Nick, that was too much for me. That was too much for me. Before I said, oh, my no. before my time, but um, <laughs> you know, just as far as the contributions, you know, it was um, that was just kind of like mainly bef- like something that kind of came in my in my peripheral. Um, in regards to relationships and people, because, um, I have, I have HBO Max, right? Okay. And. Fancy out here? You say what? <laughs> I say you fancy out here. And so right. it's, it's with my subscription. So I'm on HBO Max, because I, I found out, you know, um, I thought it was a movie, but it ain't. It was, you know, I'm a Harry Potter fan. So then I go on my HBO Max account. And, you know, of course, I have, you know, I have, um, you know, my mom and my friend, you know, they have accounts there, but they have a, a they have their own profile there. But I think my profile is one being used. I don't think my mom even know how to use it, but I'm like, what is this? I see movies and shows on the thing. I'm like, wait, what is this? I was like, who's, why? I said, who's on my, like, I forgot. I forgot about it. Like, so I'm like, who's watching, like, who's watching this? I'm like, somebody's using, like, somebody, somebody who I let use my profile might have, like, probably looking at something. I'm like, this is it. So I'm like, this is me. This goes again, contribution and possession. If I have, if I don't like, I don't care if we, 
I don't care if you still have my information. Like you, bet, like I don't, I don't want no nigga, no other nigga using my stuff. Like it's like if you, if I'm like if, if this was from a, previ- a if this was from a previous relationship. Hold on, man. No, if this is from a previous relationship, right? If I'm if I if I'm going on my profile, cause I don't go there that much, but if I'm going on my profile and I see something that's like out of line, I'm like, okay, somebody's. I said somebody's on my page, like somebody's on my profile, so I'm like, like I don't care if because again, it's like I, I mean, see you gotta, stuff. You gotta say what kind of stuff is out of line, like, like, like what you mean, like a person that was watching like Lifetime movies and they started watching like. I don't know WWE. Like, what you mean? No, I, I, like I said, I don't. I like so I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I'm just saying, I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm like, okay, I know some people. I let some people use my profile, and I'm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know all who has access to it mm-hmm. because, again, like you know, some people be let, like, because again, it's like if I got a Netflix account and then I let my friend use it, and then they might have a friend or somebody who they talk to use that because they say, oh, I have the password, I have this. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is, okay. I'm like, okay, I don't, because it goes back again to salvation, possession, contribution. These are the three words I was telling you about. It's like all that stuff correlates with everything because it's like going, going back. Netflix know that we contributed these payments to their account. Because the thing about it is, I don't like again. I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. Like talk about again being, being a good friend, being a good person. But it's also about okay. I can be selfish too because it's like if, if like say if me and you have a falling out, we friends, and then like we have a falling out, and then like but you had access to my password or something, and then mm, and then like we like maybe we're not talking anymore, but it ain't no no hard feelings. Like we still cool, but we just not on that level. And I'm like going. I'm like okay. Oh, nah. You letting somebody use my parents? I'm like, hold on, because for oh, me, nah. look, I don't want, I don't want to be, I don't want to be. It goes back into being acknowledged. I talk, I tell you all the time about sometimes being taken advantage of. Sometimes, like if it's like I don't never really hear from certain people unless they want something. So it's like if I'm if if you like so say say for example, I I sit here and say if my friend needs me to give them a ride. Or they need like they need money, or they need need um need or they need to borrow a, a ride. Like if and if it's a woman in particular, and they got a man, and I'm like, wait, hold on, you got a man, or you dealing with somebody else, you need to go to them, you need to run to them and do that. Don't don't sit here and use me when you got a whole okay, dude but, right but here. Why, so. but why does that cancel? No, no. Why does that Why does that cancel your need to be helpful? Why does them being partner or not? Cancel out your desire to be like, oh, I want to be helpful. I want to help people. I want to contribute. What happens to your contribution since they're in a relationship versus when they're not? Because sometimes it goes back again to like, as far as like, okay, am I only useful when, when I'm, when, when, when this, don't, don't, like, I don't want to be the last choice, you know what I mean? I don't want to be like the end of like sometimes I want to be the first choice even if I can't help I, like so it goes back again I'm I'm I can be a little unexpl- I can't always explain it but it's I like, don't know about this friend. it's like it's like hey if it, I don't know about this like if you if I'm if I'm dealing with like if I don't talk to you on a, like I ain't gonna say talk to you on regular but if you if you don't be reaching out to me and you only contact me when you need something and I sometimes feel like I don't always feel that way but it's like. <laughs> Oh, you put me on a back burner for somebody else, or put me on a back burner for this person, 
but now this person isn't available to you, you're going to come to me. It's like, nah, I don't do that. So it's just an example. So it's like, you know, so, because again, I tell you, I'll be humble sometimes. I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm a prophet. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm a prophet, but I do sometimes I'll be like, it's almost like I can sense it. Like when I, when I sense that something is going on, like something is kind of like, like I have to like, cause again, I tell you, I tell, I, I was wrong. I went in my ex-wife's phone. That's how I found out about the the whole thing. But it's like, you know, I felt, I felt it in my spirit. You know what I mean? When I was talking about my I mean, other. You might just be like you might just have like a, you know, you might just be intuitive, which is okay, but we also have to be careful with that gift too, because that can lead you down the right, the wrong path. Exactly. Like, if you're but intuitive, that, if you're intuitive and broken, or you're intuitive and hurt, that's going to put you in a whole different place <clears> than if you're intuitive and healthy. And I'm glad you said that. You Because again, I, mean, I got, I'm glad you said that, because here's the thing, and it goes back again to, you know, going back to, to history, when we, like, you've been in relationships, it's like, I've been in relationships. After a while, you just say, I'm tired. Sometimes that pain, sometimes there's a reason why it says, okay, when God tells us forgiveness, maybe there's a reason why we're, maybe there's a reason why that hurt, being hurt matters so much because is, is, do, do our pain and trauma help us make better decisions or does it help us make worse decisions? Because again, how do you, how do you know, like, how do you learn? If you don't, like, how do you learn from this? Like, this is, uh, like, you know, and two of it can be, a, can be a curse, too, because sometimes we can probably think this is going on, but it's really not. But then it's also like, okay, why did this come to mind in the first place? Is, am I am I having a recollection of something that happened before, or is it just really something right. that's a warning? You know what I mean? And that's why I believe that every, at, some, at some point in everybody's life, I feel like everybody gets sat down. Like, I feel like the pain that you encounter, the hurt that you encounter, at some point in your life, you're going to get sat down. And how you respond to that or the path of your life after that depends on how you respond to it, right? It depends on your decision-making, which depends on your experiences up until that point, related to whatever degree of mental health you're working with, related to whatever example you choose to follow. But everybody's going to get sat down at some point by their pain, and then there's a fork in the road, right? Just like we see the stereotypical example, like, you know, the sitcoms or whatever, they'll say, oh, well, somebody got their heart broken, so now they're going down, like, you know, whole road versus somebody who got their heart broken and now they're single forever, right? And, mm. and those are extreme, obviously. But I think, like, whatever we choose is, is, is really dependent on how we're doing at that time. And I think that's where your, your intuition, the universe, God, your soul, your spirit comes in and speaks to you. And you can choose to acknowledge it or you can choose to not. That that is something relative to what I said in my group chat, you know, with my family, like with my brother and my cousin. It's like certain things where it's like, Staying on relationships, you know, people, we know that this is a new generation. People have, um, people have different experiences. You know, we know that there are people out here that might rush into certain things. Some people in here that's not really thinking like, but it's like I say, I choose to look at the positive things. Like if I feel like, okay. This person been in multiple relationships. They make they have they 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 just every relationship they they they're in it it turns into like them being abused. This but I'm still going to get in a relationship with this person 
because I believe in the end all goal and or even with business. No, so what's the end all goal? The end all goal is, you know, hey, hap- like happiness, marriage, like whatever your oh, whatever the goal is. So it's like some people might not want to be in relationships because they feel like everybody cheat because they didn't. Right. They probably been the person that they was being cheated with. So and yeah. that's how or, some. Or they don't have the same angle. Yeah. So it's and and that's the thing. You know, it's like we going back again to that other part in Philippians. Work out your own salvation. Sometimes, sometimes we have to. Make judgments not based on what we know or see, but sometimes based on what we feel. I think our feelings yeah. are just as important as what we know because, again, like somebody has to lead by example, right? Somebody has to take the stance and be like, you know what? I believe in love. I believe in conquer. I believe in winning. Everybody's not kings. Everybody's not queens. But I do feel like. Where I do feel like you know, with dedication and patience, anything anything can anything's possible. You know that might yeah, be. Yeah, that's, that's real aspirational. That's real um, pie in the sky. <laughs> but I hear you though. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what we talked about before, right? Like, you can't measure with just somebody else's cup. Like we don't know what characteristics their life has given them. And also going back to that example that you used, we say, well, everybody I've been with has cheated on me. It's like, well, you could think that you've learned from that situation and you could be like, oh, well, everybody I've been with who's cheated on me has had kids, so I'm not going to date somebody with kids anymore. But it might not have been the kids that were a problem. It could have been the fact that, you know, this person has certain attributes to their character that you keep choosing that you don't recognize. Like, we don't, we, from the outside looking in, you could be like, dang, why did they learn this? Why did they keep doing this? But we don't know where somebody's attention is. We don't know what their value is. We don't know what's in their cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't measure any of that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because I, I think I told you about this. When I was um, in um, training, when I was in ASVAC training, the guy that was, uh, you know, he ended up leaving before I did. You know, he kind of betted against me. He was, um, he was in like, he was, he was probably one of the, he was probably one of the, um, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. He was probably one of the fewer, um, the one of the guys who I felt like was going to, you know, make it to the end. But, you know, he was like a military guy. He was like 37, but he, um, I said something and I was like, you know, if you can, you know, if you can see it, you know, if you can, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And then he was like, you know, that's not true. Right. And then I was just like, I struck my shoulder. Like, I mean, it is. And I think, I don't know what everybody else said, but they, they said some other people said something. And then he kind of said, man, y'all some, he said, y'all some positive inspirational motherfuckers or whatever. And then I was just like, you know, and like I said, but this is a guy who was, you know, he was in the military, you know, he, according, well, from what he said, you know, he was in, you know, he's been here, he's been here, you know, he kind of been around the world, you know, been in the military, you know, being an older guy, sometimes you kind of look at it, like, okay, you can respect somebody who's been in the military, who have experience like that, so, like me, I'm, I'm only going based on my faith, you know what I'm saying, so it goes back again to saying, like, sometimes we have to, sometimes all we have is our faith. So yeah, and uh, we, we can't. That's why we can't take somebody else's worldview because he yeah. might have had some things that he aspired to that he got knocked down about, and that's that's that fork in the road, right? Yeah, he got sat down. That's where he picked up his opinion and his denial of the opposite. And you know, your experience might have been like, "Well, I know if I believe, then my life turns out like X, Y, and Z." Yeah, and it's just so interesting, and that's why I just feel like it's it's 
it's so challenging when we start to speak on other people's lives and we start to speak on other people's experiences and even offering advice, right? I think we just have to be so careful about finding our edges and protecting that space because we don't know where the other person is coming from. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea. You know what I mean? We, we speak in the same language. We can have the same skin. We can have the same gender, uh, assigned gender. Like, we can have all, we come from the same neighborhood and be two totally different people. Yeah, in the same house. That, that's how. Me, yeah, that's me, real. That's how me and my brothers and sisters are. Like you know, we all came from the same upbringing. I mean, my sister's a little bit older than I am. Um, she's um, so I'm not gonna tell her. Oh, so I'm not gonna say old oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. I'll I'll get. I'm gonna have her and her husband on the podcast soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But um um, you know, we got the same. Same mom, you know, um, and I, I, you know, our dad, you know, me and my brother's dad, you know, helped raise her. That's still daddy to her, but at the same time, it's like my my mom and my dad. I tell my mom and dad all the time, I say, y'all did a great job, you know. I think my mom was, sometimes my mom was like, I said, what? I know my mom probably saying she don't know what's going on with me sometimes because it's like, I be like, my mom was my mom. So sometimes when I say, like, do stuff, like, whether it's me making a big purchase, like maybe buying a, a car or getting an apartment like even here like when I when I moved in here I was like did I do alright did I do good man you, you like that because again I, I made a uh, I didn't like you know get like cause my mom would always tell me you know maybe cause she knows like my some of my spending habits and stuff um you know you don't wanna get nothing too much that's too much that you can get you know always, like if you're gonna leave a job you gotta have something else you know, it's um always kind of like, not negative, but it's like, all right, it can be disheartening sometimes. Cause I'm like, mom, you got to trust me. You got to trust me because it's like, again, as a parent, you know, sometimes, especially when, you know, I used to ask my mom for money all the time. I mean, it's been a while since I asked her. Um, I think since I've been here, I haven't asked her, but, you know, she helps me out. Um, yeah. But it's like. Sometimes maybe, again, like I said, sometimes maybe I do be reaching a little bit when I make decisions because I want to do something, but it might not always be the best decision in other people's eyes because... Yeah, um, but it's still your own to make, right? Like, it's your own path. And I think, speaking of contribution, one thing I'm curious about, you know, do you think your contributions as a parent or your relationship with your own parent have changed since you since you've become one? Hold on, wait, hold on. Ask me, ask me that again. Do you think, since we're, since we're loosely talking about contributions, do you think that um, what you plan to contribute to society and to your son and, and as a parent have changed since you've had a child? Or has your relationship with your parents changed since you've had a child? Um, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I don't know because, you know, my, you know, I ask, sometimes I ask my parents for, you know, advice as far as with him and then... You know, it's probably because, again, I'm co-parenting and my parents who have co-parent, you know, I might ask them as far as like, you know, hey, what can I do? Or like, what are some, th- like I ask them about myself growing up because of, you know, my son, because like I said, my son, you know, he has ADHD and, you know, he hasn't been back to school yet. He goes back tomorrow and since he's been on the medication his 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 teacher teacher has you know she was out so 
Well, we're going to find out. I think she's back in school now, so we're going to find out how that medicine actually been working because it's almost, okay. it was almost like as every day he was getting on yellow and red, but I think he got ended up um, taking his um he took his uh he got his medication and I think that first I think that first week um since his medication, you know, he had a substitute. I think he had a substitute for like a whole week. So he was like, I'm on green, I'm on green. So I don't think the substitute was actually you know, the substitute was actually, you know, putting them on, like changing their points. But you know, she, yeah. you know, my ex wife hasn't really said any much much about him not listening at home, so I think it does because the um the eight because he's they actually up to the dose, you know. Okay. So now he's doing ten, so he's doing ten milligrams. But she said it makes him a, it makes him sleepy after yeah. it wears off, and then sometimes it takes away his appetite. But you know, he, I'm just you know like for me, as a parent, and you know the way that my parents raised me. Um, it's still a lot of it's a, it's like still a lot of learning and unlearning because again I don't want to project I don't want to project certain things on him because again me being the way that I am like my parents like I don't agree with my parents all the time I might right. I might disagree with them more than I do agree with them especially now that I'm an older like I'm still kind of like on that fence of like okay look I'm a I believe that you know God is gonna work it out like I might have some bad spending habits or might have some um bad opinions on things on how I raise my son or whatever otherwise but I um I believe in God working it out. That's kinda how I live my life. You know, God is gonna work it out. I try not to be dwelling in any, you know, try to dwell too much, but I don't wanna project my issues on my son. And I think sometimes right. that's where it can, me and my, sometimes my ex-wife can, we can collide. Because again, she's, you know, she's in a whole relationship and she has other children and, you know, but I just have my son. And even though I love my stepdaughter like my own, like I said, you know, we, um, our relationship hasn't been like that close since you know, since me and my ex wife separated, but like I said, my son is still my right. priority, so it's different. So I do want to, um, like I said, I want to be the best dad that I can be. But like I said again, I'm not. I probably won't ever know how good of a parent I was until my son is old enough to really acknowledge or recognize, like kind of like understand more as far as like okay, because again, like my parents would say, "Oh, he's young. He's not gonna remember." So because I because I tell you expressed I expressed you to a lot of times about again this goes back to possession. I know there's more I know there's more to me. I know there's more outside of where I'm at. Virginia's home. I love Virginia, but it's like sometimes I'll be like, man, I want to leave. And we had this conversation before, and it's like you know my as well as very supportive. Of that, but then it's like you know I'm 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 already like my son been sick. I haven't seen I haven't had my son a little bit, so it's like I get him tomorrow. I can't wait when I get off. I'm gonna get him. I get to hug him and stuff. Like I'm, I actually got a home COVID test that I'm gonna probably take tomorrow. But um, okay. my my thing is uh my thing is you know just to kind of answer the question because I kind of started getting a little bit you know a little bit more in depth but it's like so it's when it, like when it comes to it used to be God and music 
Now it's like God music in my son. Like whenever my son comes up, like I get a little bit, bit more detailed and a little bit more sensitive and oversharing as you as you was saying earlier. But that's just because like I take a lot of pride in in that. So that's why I say I don't know. I don't even. I'm trying. I don't remember. If, I don't even know if I asked my parents or not if they wanted to be parents or not. Because I think I think I might have did or I might have. But I, if I did, I probably forgot what they said. But I'm pr- I'm a proud father, and yeah, I mean, uh, that's, you know, that's, and even that's, though that's something to be said about it, and even though I'm not probably as present as I would like to be, and maybe partially, maybe majority of that is really up to me because I can I can see him every day, like Mom said. Sometimes like sometimes it just be late because because of my work schedule, but um, you know, it's just like man, like I like. And and that's the thing. Sometimes it's like when I say feeling, like I love my son to death. I love him, but and then but then it goes back again to like you know, do me just saying that and feeling that is that is that really good enough? And it's like I don't know. That's why I be like sometimes I feel like I can I need to do more, but it's like I don't. I think I don't. the fact that you ask in and of itself indicates that you are 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 in like a good place, right? You know, I don't have children. Children are not, in my mind, children are not on my radar. But I think the fact that you even have a level of concern of like, oh, wow, like, am I doing this right? Am I doing okay? You know what I mean? I think that speaks to you even trying, right? That speaks to your level of care and concern. So, yeah, I mean, that. like you said, you won't, you won't know until he tells you uh, what kind of parent you were for him. But yeah. in general, it sounds like, you know, overall, you at least care enough to be doing doing the best that you can yeah because that's the because that's the thing like how like i mean you know being a parent like besides taking besides take like take care of your responsibility and raising your children the way like how much like i never really i ne- that never really that never really can't like i never heard anybody talk about as far as like questioning like were they a good parent that they do right? Like, they just say, okay, I'm going to take care of my responsibility. But it's like, do they, like people really care about being good parents? Or do they just know, like, okay, I need to take yeah. care of my responsibility? Yeah, I've heard so it before. But to be honest with you, I think, you know, since we're friends, I know we're sharing it with, with your audience. But I'm going to keep it all the way real. I think um, the there's a variable demographic in terms of the majority of parents that I have seen who express more concern versus the ones who are more dutiful parents. I'm not saying one is better than the other. <clears throat> But I think in certain in certain communities, if you're talking about demographics, right, like social, ethnic, to a certain degree, mm. I think there's a difference in when you bring children into the world and how you regard those children. Now, is that the end all be all? Absolutely not. There's no there's no absolute. But I'm going to tell you, like I think that there were more of uh, um, children that, that were not in the community that I grew up in who had parents like that. Right, like most of the parents that most of the parents in my community were all were on the same page. Oh, we gotta do this for these kids. Oh, we gotta do. Oh, we gotta do it. I gotta go to it for these kids. And I'm like, yeah, you know, in in and of itself, that's a certain type of love. But wondering, hey, like, am I doing okay? Is my kid emotionally supported? Does my kid feel okay? A lot of parents just don't go there. I've seen it though, but yeah. it's, it's not it's not common. Yeah, because I because and and I think. Um... You know what I mean? Everybody who's everybody like everybody like I said everybody who are parents, you know, I mean 
again, it could have been something they just stumbled upon because and and this and this is and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with our blessed ones, listeners, um, everyone listening. It's like, you know, if one thing is look, I'm all for. I'm a I'm a I'm a big supporter of. Well, yeah, I'm a big supporter of one night stands, right? You know, sometimes you know you hit it off with somebody you know you love. You know, you know you might like somebody really much. So sometimes you might just be feeling it. Energy is energy. You you yeah, it's so tired. But here's one thing: the worst thing to be. And I'm just thank God that my my son isn't this. But the worst thing to I ain't gonna say the worst thing to be, but the the worst thing that I would hate is to have a child with somebody who. I just met, you know what I mean, just, just new on the day, you know, and, and, and because, again, it's like that puts a lot of, just imagine, like, because, again, there's already, there's already parents, mothers and women who has children who are not really there for their children and, you know, they have a relationship, but it's almost like, okay, if you're, if you was just, because, of, because I'm going to be honest, there are exceptions, but just from my, from from you know, thankfully I don't know anybody personally who are who is like that that I know of. But there are people who base their relationships on their children with their co- counterpart. What do you mean? Just as far as like you know, okay, look, you 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 ain't talking to the mama, you ain't talking to your children. Uh, oh, and, I see. And, yeah. it's, and it's like, man, that's 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 like I feel terrible. And it goes back again to me, me again. I don't. I cannot know these people, but it's like man, I feel bad for the for the for the woman, and I feel bad for the children, and whether and even if it's vice versa. But here it goes back again. Here it goes back again to where I have that again that possession and salvation complex, and it's like again I don't. Nobody wants, nobody's going to like, not everybody knows that, hey, this is going to happen, but it's like, man, how did you, how could you just do that? How, how, why would you, why would you, why would you be, like, why would you deal with somebody like that? Like, I don't know if everybody, like, everybody don't know the type of people that they're dealing with, but it's almost like inevitable, like, just going back again to what I see. You can be in a relationship with somebody all happy and excited. But then, as soon as y'all have kids, and like, like one, like a couple months later, you got a baby. Next thing you know, y'all broken up, and all this time. So I'm like, man, it's kind of wild. Like you find out somebody true colors after you have a child with them. It's just kind of like it's just sad, and it's like I can't. Sometimes it's almost like I blame the man just as much as I blame the woman for. It. That's why I just be. That's why I just take so much seriousness and even being a parent because it's like, man, me and my ex wife don't always. Um, agree on things, but she does respect the fact that you know uh, I love my son, and she she would never she would never um like I said she even offer she even like you know even like I said it's not like I'm always asking for him. Sometimes she even let me get him. Like I said, I, I do the best I can, but I know as as I as I progress in life, I'm going. That's how I'm going to progress as a father. The more free time that I get. 
that the more time I'm gonna make for him, the more successful I get. That's the more time I'm gonna be like include him in things because, like I said, I can't always get him. So, to all the women, you know, the men out here listening, and I know you, you said, you know, even for yourself, you don't want, you know, um, you know, you said, uh, kids are not on your radar. I mean, I know you have, you know, family, um, who, who are, you know, you love and care about, but, you know, mm-hmm. just you personally, but I'm going to tell everybody who's listening, you know, please, please, like, if you don't want kids right now, if you if you if you don't want these issues, if you don't want this baby mama or baby daddy drama, if you don't want child support, if you don't want to deal with these type of issues, please play please wait until you not everybody believe in marriage, but please find just take these steps with somebody that you care and love about. That's why I say set a partner. Yeah, you take a you take like, you know, take take sex a little bit more serious. Take Take unprotected sex a little bit more seriously because if you're not gonna, ca- if you if you if you if you have a child, you're just not gonna have a child. You're gonna have a soul tie, and then you're gonna because at the end of the day, yeah, people are gonna change. Some people aren't ready to be parents yet, but I'm gonna tell you, like you do not want women. The way that women tell me that they, their pregnancy go, it's not it's not pleasant. So please, please, ladies, please, ladies. D- like dick ain't worth it. D- good dick ain't that ain't ain't worth it to be going through this by yourself, going through this like that. And and men, you know, hey, you better find some porn, masturbate because you don't want those problems and evil. It's not easy like co-parenting. Even if you do have a good relationship, I mean, my ex wife have a good relationship. We co-parenting, but if you like me and you want to be a parent, you know, you wanna you you gotta work. You gotta work, but you can't always you can't always be there. So have somebody who you will be able to have a partner with, a lifetime with. I had a failed marriage, and but that doesn't mean I had a fair. I'm a failed. I'm, I'm a failed parent. However. However, if I was, if I would have had my son five five years prior, it probably would have been a lot worse. But you know, that's that. Yeah, <sighs> I hate you, But you know, like I said, that was that was just kind of like answer the question again. I don't know. I do feel like I just don't want to project my. I don't want to do what my parents did. Not, but not. I'm not. They didn't even really do anything. But it's like I don't want to like kind of like be a. I don't want to kind of just be like I don't want to be one of the parents to tell my son, you know. I want my son to be able to do what he like what he loves. That's why I want to put myself in a position while he's still young, to where he don't have to work places that he don't want to work at. I want to kind of put my son in a a a, a head where. If he do, like he's going to learn how to hard work, but I want him to be able to still come to me, because my parents, like I said, my parents, you know, they, you know, we, they raised me good, but it's like, you know, I don't know if they, I don't know if um I learned everything that I probably could have learned, might have maybe because of I don't know if it has a lot to do with faith, but I mean again, I can't be, you know, I don't want to be too much, but I, I wish I would have knew more. But like I said, sometimes with the, um, you know, maybe the, maybe the faith base, maybe, you know, like I said, my, my parents ain't, uh, 
I mean, we had sex talk. We had um, disciplinary and stuff, but we didn't have, like, again, maybe a lot of people of my generation didn't learn this. Like, we didn't have uh, that talk about, you know, um, what mental health, you know what I mean? Like, how much trauma one can do, like, I might have dealt with some trauma when my parents separated, but maybe they didn't know. So that's why I said I don't really put my whole blame on them. Maybe it's just like, again, we teach what we know. So, yeah, whether, it's, whether it's right or wrong. Um, but I know we had uh, been, you know, expressing and sharing some things. What is, What are some things that, you know, you have been reserving? I know with the new year, with the new year... And, you know, you, you know, <clears throat> getting ready to transition into, you know, your, your, um, like how you do your spring cleaning, you was, you was expressing to me before off the record, you know, your spring cleaning, like you, you're doing your, um, what's the word, uh, readjusting, I guess you can say readjustment, like what are some things that you, what are some revelations that you have been having this past, like, since the new year has started? Wow, I mean, so many, like, you know, I think we started off talking a little bit about doing some of that, um, turning over that soil, right, like, unearthing those things that make you have patterns of behavior, uh, that may not be productive or may not be adding to your life. There was, um, I saw this quote on Instagram, and um, I don't remember who it was from, and let's see if I can pull it up, but uh, um, essentially, the person asked the audience, you know, what what stories are you telling yourself, for good or for bad, that inform your behavior? And for me, it's important to look into that and say, hey, you know, what, what, what am I believing? What do I believe about life? What do I believe about myself that's informing my behavior? You said reforming? Um, Informing. Oh, informing. So, what is it that okay. you believe that's, that's guiding you to make the choices that you make in your day to day, right? Whether conscious or subconscious. So, I think it's important to do some work there. Um, yeah, here it is. It's, it's Ren Sean. He said, "What story in your mind and body drives your behavior?" And I think that's a real question to ask. That's one thing. I think also um, forgiveness, right? Learning how to forgive myself, learning how to forgive other people, mm. uh, has been really big. Okay. And then uh, working on physical wellness, you know, that's not, I realize that's not something that I've made a priority before. You know, a lot of times we talk about that, oh, I want to change my body in this way, I want to change my body in that way. But in terms of actually um, focusing on physical wellness and saying, what do I need individually, um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically, those are all the things that I've been focusing on. Okay. Do you have some? Do you have, I don't I guess it's not resolutions, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but. Um, yeah, um, Bane, you know, like I said, you know, just reassurance and reconfirmation, you know, go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. I, um, I really feel more confident and, you know, when dealing with people, you know, I don't, I'm still, like I said, I'm still not, like, gonna be, like, up and be like, hey go snap on people but like I I um I appreciate those more like appreciate the people more who actually make time and you know I make it clear like I like I was um 
know, telling someone I was been involved with was like as far as like, you know, how much I appreciated them for, you know, being there, holding it down, you know, you know, we have our ups and downs, but it's like at least I have that I know I know that I'm appreciated. Like and that's the thing, like I said, sometimes I, I have a, I give you know, because again, I'm a few, I understand, and you know, because of my my care and my concern, my care and my understanding, like I can, you know, I do acknowledge that you know people go through things, and like I said again, I can be again, like I take a look at myself, I'm like yeah, maybe I am a little bit of a, a um jackass or something, and. I have my ways, and people put some put, people put up with me as much as I put up with them. Um, but it's like, and it's like I have to really acknowledge that, like, thank God that it's like, hey, you know, if I die tomorrow, what I what like, it's almost like, man, if I die tomorrow, would I care more about the people who who don't show up or those who did? And I and I was like, because again it goes back again to like saying like hey look, and I tell you about how I'm always, I used to be on this verge of, you know. Maybe I might have a crush, or maybe I might want to do something, but it's not. Sometimes things don't work in my favor, and it's always about okay. We all have our preference, so sometimes I'm not somebody's preference. And then the pre- and the people who my who I'm preferences to somebody who I'm their preference, but it's almost like okay sometimes it's like people who like you might not you might not like and those who you like might not like you so it's like is that karma, but I'm really I'm really realizing that I'm like okay I'm maturing enough now to be like I don't really care, like I don't care anymore like, I don't, I like the those who aren't able to give me. That love and appreciation, that care and that acceptance, even whether it's regarding the work, whether regarding relationships, whether regarding anything else. It's like I have to not deal with it, but I just have to know that, hey, this is this it's a, it's a reason. Maybe because I'm being because, again, as much as I don't like shallow people, I, too, have been shallow. So it's like this is my karma. So it's like I'm learning to, like, look really Learn how to be more. I'm, I'm more mature in my understanding of things, and um, like I said, like my contributions doesn't always mean that, or someone else's contribution don't always mean that they like I am old, or they are old. My um salvation, because like I said, that was another thing that we talked about before, where it's like. How long before we can let go? Because again, you help somebody. Like, do you ever help somebody, and you might have felt like that? Um, no. Have somebody ever helped you, and you might have felt like that you owed them for like a like forever because they always looked out of something. Like, you, you, I mean, I don't know if I would say forever, but I have felt like you know I wanted to repay them. Um, or or you know I had enough gratitude to be like, okay, I want to give back. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think some of that has to do with are you okay accepting an offering or gift from a person without having to return something? Right? Like can you be appreciative without feeling like you have to give back? But the concept, yeah, I understand what you mean for sure. 
Yeah, because because that was just kind of me. That's what that was part of the reason what my salvation, what why I said salvation, possession, and contribution. Because it goes back again to, you know, I give a lot, and but people also help me. But it's like it's almost like man, you know, I don't want to turn my back on somebody who helped me, and I and I don't want nobody to, and I don't want um I don't want nobody turning back on, on me when I help them. But it's like, how long do we? How long are we owed? Like how long do we owe them? Our energy, because again, we all grow. We all like sometimes it's, it, it, the time has run out. That, like it's it's almost like okay, this was everything serves a purpose, and that's one thing that I'm trying to you know get like trying to remember and to keep in mind. Like everything serves a purpose. Like we can we can be there for people. We can be giving and loving, and forgiving, but that doesn't mean that it's that it's that it's intended for it to. You know, be like where we're supposed to, like we're supposed, to, like we're indebted to them for for a lifetime. You know what I mean? It, but, yeah, it should be. I don't. I don't think that should be the case because that can turn into like an unhealthy dynamic, right? Yeah. And that's that's. I think that's also a boundaries thing. It's like okay, where if you feel like you need to pay them back or you need to return the favor, where does that end? Yeah, that's exactly. something I struggle with in the past, depending on the value of what they've given me. But then going back, could have been life changing for you. You know, it's something that they do. They could have been like, oh, that's just what I always do. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 that's why we can't determine what they have going on or what their values are. But we can say, okay, I'm, I'm worth having received this gift. And if you feel you need to reciprocate, okay, this is where I feel I've reciprocated and now I can move on. Right. And, 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 that, and that's why... I, that's why I always appreciate when you always say, you know, hey, you're doing your spring clean because it's like, we we kind of, you know, there's people who grow apart and there's people who grow together. So it's like, you keep me on my toes where it's like, okay, it, like if I was one of those people who wasn't, you know, trying to be a better person, trying to like be a better person every day. So who knows how long that friendship would have been. Cause like I said, there's been people, like I knew, like I've been, like I'm, like I know a lot of people who's been, like I know some good people. But you know, we're you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that we're still friends. Like and like, you know, I always used to acknowledge a lot of people as my friends because, you know, hey, once friends always friends, but it's like, uh, you know, I mean friends are forever, but it's still like, okay, maybe during that time. You know, and I think um, you know, we have we have me and you we have um bit like we have grown together to a point where it's like okay yeah it's not it, it, it's kind of like you know so at this time it's like I don't even know how long we know each other I know it's been like over 10 years but it's almost like you know right. we have been you know we kind of yeah, we feed off each other sometimes where it's like okay I might give you something intriguing or something interesting to you know kind of reflect on the same and the same thing for myself what you what you do I, and I, and I, and that's why yeah. I say and that's why I say I take so much pride in being a good friend because it's like again I would want like I said like I don't have a lot of views in my life and it's like that but again I try to inspire to be at least the best friend to somebody else because I know that I'm not always right but I might come off that way because I'm not gonna I don't think I'm just gonna say anything useful. Yeah, I'm gonna joke around. Sometimes I might joke around with you. We might play around and stuff. But the same time is, and when it's something serious, like well, then this this is just speaking. And generally, this is just speaking. And generally, we have 
this um uh you know we have this um type of relationship where it's always going to be uplifting and it's, it can only it can only go go up because we grew together like there's some people who was just kind of like seasoned because like I told you again when I used to be in my 20s you know hey we used to go out and hang out on the strip and do all this stuff and it's like yeah we were doing that now but you know now I'm a father now I'm, I got a, I got jobs I mean I had jobs before but I have different responsibilities so it's like it's not like you know it's because there's some childhood friends that you have that you grew up with that are that are no longer within that realm that you that you might be moving to because of the path that we go. Not saying that it would be any hard feelings or any issues, but it's like you have you have something else going on. Like my like my um some people I knew before, like some people I knew in middle school, I mean Thankfully for me, you know, I didn't. I always had a small circle, so I have I have um, a handful of friends, and a lot of them, like a lot of them, like I said, we've been like said, my brothers, you know, we know each other for twenty plus years. We don't communicate every day, but it's always like okay, it's always been solid. But we, but I know that I do have the also have those use some of those use or like you've been an example of saying okay, I know the type of friend like that I. That I have that is everlasting, like with my um, like me and my ex-wife, you know, I would all like my um, my um, my door is always open for us to be friends because we're co-parenting. Now that's just for me because again, I feel like we have to have a relationship like that. I don't know where she stands with it, but my door, but my but my door is always open for that because again, we're co-parenting. Whatever affects her affects me and whatever affects me will, will probably affect her because again this could we have a child together so. and maybe that's the answer to it right you know you know what you're saying actually breaks up an interesting concept because you know i think about my long-term friendships which i also have a very small circle and you said you know it's because we you know kind of contribute to each other's growth i wonder if that's what you have to have in common for a relationship to continue to progress you have to have some growing element between the two of you whether you two are growing as individuals or you're you're growing a child right like you're something in between you is growing that means that relationship is sustainable that doesn't guarantee it but i wonder if that's a critical element because that's that's present in my in my other strong relationships as well which again are very few but you know two things one i don't think you have to contribute the same i don't think you have to contribute mirroring elements for the relationship to progress for example you could be still growing your state. For instance, I add information and you add support and vice versa. We don't always have to be adding the same things for there to be growth happening. And then in terms of parenting, right, I'm not a parent, so this is from the outside looking in, but it seems like if you both are, you know, are you both love the child and you're both contributing to that child's progression, then that's also a, 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 a binding element of growth that keeps you together. Because, you know, my other, my other, closest friendship is about the same length of time as, as, as yours and mine and we have the same thing we talk about you know different books that we've read we're open to you know changing our minds about things we're open to hearing the other person's experiences and I've never thought about that as being what what has tied us together for so long 
until you mentioned it. You know, and then you think about, in contrast, some of these relationships that don't last, what do they have in common? It's usually because you met, maybe you met at the same place or you worked at the same place you were friends for how long you were there. Or maybe, you know, maybe you had the same job, you know, whatever. It's some limiting factor. You're not growing together. The situation has been outgrown. Yeah, it, it's, it, it goes back into proximity. And um, you, um, I think you mentioned. But does it though? Because we're not proximal. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> I said, does it though? Because we're not proximal. Well when, you, well, when you talk about as far as like why um, these things lasted long or why it didn't, because again, some relationships, some, some, some relationships was off the strength of other people some relationships was all the strength of you know the interest remember like how you mentioned before like some friends might just be good for like like hey we like for drinks maybe for a ride to the airport so mm-hmm. after you grow and you might not be that same person like to like that goes out to the club or some that same person that might be into like and that's why I say I think even with marriage marriage is probably one of the most sacred things because that's something that you would have to really build and grow with that person on a consistent basis and that's actually another thing which um I got your message but um <clears throat> we 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 um mentioned the Megan Good and Devin Franklin before marriage but you know Again, this is still they're still in the entertainment industry, so maybe they only they can, they only want to share, but so much you know they don't want to get too much in detail. It can be they can still have a good relationship, but it's like maybe the marriage is something like that. It could be like like you know yeah, they we don't do, know any elements of their personal relationship. Yeah, like none of them. and as much as we can admire them or respect them, it's like you know then that's the then that's the thing about today's society now where it's like the celebrity you know we have social media and then we have celebrities but we want to get personable with them um and it's because of the the thrill of knowing like we all like I said we all have this god complex sometimes like we want to know everything so we can share maybe share like we all we all have something to say we all have something to, to talk about we all want to be heard. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we do. Maybe we don't. But I feel like we all want to. We all have. We, I, I do have a feeling. I do believe that everybody wants to at least, you know, be acknowledged for something. So it's it's like, you know, but you got to mind the business that pays you. Work out your own salvation because you gotta again go where you appreciate it. Not tolerated. Not everybody cares what you got going on. Yes, definitely. 